0: Hey, Renovators, and welcome to the Renovating You podcast. I am Denise Recker, along here with Bethany Hahn and Beth Jacobus, and we are glad that you have joined us today. We are continuing in a series of podcasts helping us to navigate the coronavirus. And last week, we talked about creating boundaries within quarantine, which now makes sense if you've listened to it, um, so you're not wondering what we're doing. Um, Today we're going to talk about quarantined, but not isolated. So we hope that you enjoy this. We hope that it speaks to your heart and into your families. So let's go ahead and take a listen. All right, guys, so quarantined, but not isolated. If we're honest, would we associate isolation with quarantine?
1: Well, certainly. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I don't think that's a far No, I stretch. think so. Yeah.
0: How about you, Bethany? What do you think?
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I think so, too. One of the things, though, that we're talking about is, is it I think that it's really important for us as we are quarantined with each other to learn how to navigate the we versus the me, Mm -hmm. my schedule, Mm -hmm. my thoughts, when I want, how I know this is how I normally do it, why are you here, that's not how we do it, of learning to say we have a new normal for a while here and that's going to create us communicating more. And I think one of the things that we might have difficulties perhaps talking about, especially if we are more introverted or we just kind of, make our own decisions we're in control of our destiny we don't really share our thoughts our feelings and that really comes into the uh the realm of soul care so with soul care it's like how do we make the best of this situation i think if anybody is honest they would say i wish it was a different situation Most certainly. right there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> um it's okay. just an honest no one likes where things are but how do we do this well So as you guys know from the podcast in the past, right, we have the mind, will, and emotions. That is what actually makes up the soul. So how do we care for our mind? Mm -hmm. How do we care for our will and our emotions? So let's talk about the mind. Bethany, what do you think? So what we're thinking, are we negative? Are we in denial? Like, How do you think can be a really healthy way to look? And if we're not in a healthy spot, Maybe give us a little bit ideas of how we get into that healthy, healthy thought life.
2: Yeah, my first question, it would be, what are you, what are you putting in your mind? Because I think that's important, especially right now. Are you, your schedule might be everywhere right now, but are you still having that time to yourself? Are you still praying? Are you still in the word, letting God be the first in your mind before you know, your thoughts and TV or whatnot mm-hmm. um, and not numbing your mind and not just going straight to, you know, TV. <laughs> um, cause I see a lot of people doing that right now. And that worries me because they're producing a lot of bad habits right now that will bite them down mm-hmm. the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will cause a lot of negative things. Um, and just, positive things, what are you telling yourself through this? Are you catching yourself when you tend to get negative? Or are you catching yourself? Um you know, like for me, when my mind goes negative, I just have to catch myself, be like, no, this is just a season. This too shall pass. People mm-hmm. have been through worse. Yeah. At least we have um, the internet. At least we have, you know, a home, a bed, food. Um, you know, we we can go out and go to the grocery store you know we have access to those things um, whereas before you know people people did it and so even for me I do a gratitude list um, I try to implement this every morning just 10, 10 things I'm grateful for and every day I try to switch it up I think when you have a mind of gratitude it really sets yourself up for success for the rest of the day mm-hmm, um, yes. because then you're like, Oh, I'm thankful for food. Whereas, you know, last month I wasn't thankful for food, but now I'm, I'm thankful for food. I'm thankful for my phone. I've never been thankful for my phone, you know, cause it's just something that you're just, you just have all the time. Mm-hmm. So I think putting that perspective makes you realize, Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Then your mind starts becoming positive because you're planting good seeds. Um, and
1: yeah, I think that's
0: just very important. I think so too. How yeah. about you, Beth? Anything on the
1: mind? Um, well, what Bethany said, I mean, we can control our thoughts, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's not some random, you know, uh, thing that just we're assaulted with all these thoughts. I don't know where they're coming from. I mean, we can control inputs in, and, you know, we have output that comes out of our mouth. So mm-hmm. um, the fact that we do have control over our thought life, and if, um, if you want to hear more, of that one of our earlier podcasts we do talk about, um, you know, the conscious mind and such, and non-conscious. So that might be for an earlier podcast to look at that and uh, get some information. But knowing that I can control um, my thought life and what goes in, as Bethany said, um, gives me some control that I may not have in other areas of my life at this point. Like, okay, so these non-essential places I can't go to. Well, now all of a sudden I really want to go there. Like I didn't care about it. Right. It's like when I go to the dentist and I don't think about swallowing. I don't think about the saliva in my mouth. And he says, okay, don't swallow. Or, you know, don't produce saliva. Well, all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm salivating. I'm like a dog, you know, with food. (laughs) And I'm thinking, oh my, because St. Bernard or- uh, Probably, uh, yeah, St. Bernard. That's (laughs) a pretty graphic one. There you go, Denise. Uh, Yeah, I'm not thinking of some little cute beagle. I have, no, a very, you know, uh, salivating St. Bernard. But it's crazy because, you know, all of a sudden my mind, you've told me I can't have something. So, okay, but I can control my thoughts. Mm-hmm. so what am i putting in uh-huh. right am i confronting some thoughts that have crept their way in to the fabric of my brain mm-hmm. am i taking hold of that thought and am i replacing it with the truth like you said bethany um and mm-hmm. and that that comes from a heart of gratitude that comes from saying okay lord it's it's me and you this morning early and um i'm thankful for some things that i took for granted last month and that might even be family members, right? That might even be, you know, um, a, a family member that you're able to connect with that you didn't connect with before because you were so busy looking out for number one that you never looked at someone else who might have needs. So I think um, everything that you said was spot on, Bethany. I don't mm-hmm. have much more to say other than we, because we have control over that area, that's something that we can get um, a good grasp on and kind of a head start this year. Like, mm-hmm. if ever there was a good time, to get a head start on some good habits boy this month will be and next month will be a great time to gain control over some wild thoughts that are not serving you right now
0: i think that is uh i think that is so true of where we spend our time and i think one of the things that we can say our thoughts is we have more time now to really even analyze our thoughts you know, is one is are one of my thoughts. You know what? I have freedom for eight hours, and now I don't because my kids and husband are home, right? Or my kids and wife are home. You know, or my parents are home. I'm a teenager, and I had you know I was homeschool, but I could do my own thing, and now right. of a sudden they're home all the time. So, you know, we have we have time now, which also brings up a lot of things inside of ourselves that are triggers, that are fears. You know, that are that are coming up as well, and we're not able to escape them into busyness no. because we are with each other 24/7 for some of us so I think that is some of the things to think about of you know what's really in my mind what are really my thoughts I've never even actually thought about my thoughts right I've right. just been busy doing whatever I want to do whenever I want to do it and now it's like hmm why do I respond like that? What am I thinking? I never noticed I, I'm really negative or I don't want to look at things and to really say, hmm maybe not a maybe not a good way to live. Mm-hmm. Um, asking people for reality checks is like, have I always been like this? Right. Or is it just because of the virus? Have you seen this in mm-hmm. me? And knowing that they're not gonna say, Yeah, you have, and this is what I've been trying to no, we're not talking about that, but and the other end of saying, you know what, hey Since you yeah, brought it up. Since you yeah, brought it up and
1: you're asking my opinion.
0: This is something that we has kinda cycled and I've kinda haven't really said a whole lot, or maybe I've tried to and you've like denied it, but I'm glad that you're kinda noticing it yourself. Yeah. This is your deal. I've got my own deal. Because again, it's not comparison or judgment or any of those things. It's just saying, hmm, what's been going on? Exactly. What's been going on? And depending on what's going on leads us into our will. So what are we doing? Uh, How are we occupying our time? Mm -hmm. Many times we're just trying to survive the day. This is is pre-virus yeah yeah (laughs) we are just Mm -hmm. trying to survive we haven't gone into thriving mode we haven't even thought about what that looks like we're just saying i just need to get these kids raised or i just need to get them to where they're in middle school and they can do their own stuff or now they're driving in high school we're just like pushing ourselves forward so much that we're not that we're not present and we don't know how to navigate the fact that this is kind of forcing us to be present because it just is. Um, we don't have a choice in it. We're having to look at it every day and wondering if something gonna change tomorrow. So what do you think um, what do you think Bethany with because again, we know it starts with our minds or our thoughts, and then our thoughts lead us to how we're going to react or what we're going to do. So what do you think might be some healthy ways that people can say, I'm gonna navigate it this way. We're gonna try it this way in my family or even if you have someone says I don't really care I'm doing my own thing for you to say you know what I can't go on that journey with you I'm here with you in the house I'm for you but I've got to learn to walk this out in a healthy way Mm -hmm. I can't come into your panic with you not because I don't love you but because I love you Mm -hmm. I can't come into your panic because now it's going to make us both panicked and how's it going to be for our kids how's it going to solve it so what do you think might be some good just might be some good things that we can do or self-talk maybe that we can do for each other how to love each other through this what do you think
2: yeah i mean i know my husband and i we had a conversation on the stairs the other night and we're like this is going to be our new normal um for this season how are we going to navigate through this it's going to look different um and we just had a really good conversation of you know his role my role um what that looks like now um and still having that time to ourselves. I think if you're married, having those conversations, maybe you never have those conversations with your husband before because you're just doing life and you're just so busy running around with your head chopped off. Now it's a time to sit down, have those conversations with your spouse and say, okay, what is this going to look like now? Um, You know, what boundaries do we need to make when, you know, what schedule? And I think that's super important because, if you're not talking about it, you're gonna get frustrated, he's gonna get frustrated, and then you're gonna get more frustrated, and then it's like gonna go spiral. So it's super important to be open and honest of how you're feeling, how, you think, you know, how is he feeling? Don't mm-hmm. you
0: think too, as you're as you're speaking on that, that one of a a very nasty route that we can go to very quickly is assuming we know what the other person's thinking. Maybe oh, because of our sure. own wounds, but be, or because how we might handle or how it might have been handled in the past. So, just speak to that maybe a little bit about just assuming where the other person is or what they're thinking about something that you're talking about.
2: Yeah, I just think you can never assume, especially right now where we're at. Um, that's why you have to be open um, and share what's going on in your heart. And and i am not i am not a I'm not a Come to me. I'll tell you all my dark. I'm not a vulnerable person. I mean, with my husband, I am, but I in my enneagram I He has to kind of pry it <laughs> from me because mm-hmm. I play hard to get. Um, <laughs> that's the <before in> me. <laughs> but he knows me well, so he'll pry, which is good. That's what I need. Um, and it's because he knows that's because we've had those conversations yes. mm-hmm. and things are coming up. Whereas in the past, they wouldn't. And so now it's the time to sit down, and have those conversations, know so that we're for each other. We're a team. We're not mm-hmm. separating. Um, not separating like that. I mean, separating right. yes, like yes. emotions. You know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> yes. Yes. Emotions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're a team and we're doing this together. And, you know, we have kids involved, you know, who are literally watching everything we do because guess what? Daddy's home too now. Mm-hmm. So how's Daddy going to respond? Um, you know, so it's, it is a whole dynamic, but your kids are watching you. And your spouse, your spouse is at home and they're not used to your spouse being at home. Mm -hmm. And now they are. I know Ava's like, oh, daddy's going to work, but work is upstairs, you know, in her bedroom. So it's all, it's different now. Yeah.
0: So let me ask you this. What would, what advice, because you said, you know, you're not somebody who will just be like an open book where some people are. So if someone, if someone is married to their partner or maybe they have a child, Right. Who, yeah. as you have said, plays hard to get?
1: Yeah.
0: How, <laughs> how? What are What are some tools, or what are some things that they might be able to do, where you would you would be feel like you are pursued and encouraged to open up into some things that are harder for you?
2: So, if if you're talking about if um, the person who is not open I talk about them yeah. how do you how do, how do you get their right. heart yeah how what do, you, do you do to engage how do you them? Get their heart yeah
1: instead of just saying wow they're a closed person I'm not even gonna bother uh, investigating what's going yeah. on
2: I think it, it coming um, your tone is so important okay. um, coming in the manner of I love you I'm not frustrated with you yeah. um, just share with me how do you feel um, what is going on in your mind. And if they can't navigate with what, what they feel, I mean, you can go, you know, go to the go, type in Google, feelings, the spinning wheel, i will tell you different like emotions. Right. Yeah. Because sometimes I, before my journey of getting healed, I literally didn't know how I felt. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I'm like, I'm angry, but why am I angry? And then i am just go on with my day. But it's like, oh, I'm angry because this triggered me, yada, 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 yada. And so it's important to know. And I even brought that to husband the other day. I'm like, I don't know how I feel right now. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and he's, he's like, like wait, let, us, me you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me get the wheel. Let me get the wheel <laughs> <in> the <motion laughs> real quick. Oh, and then I'm like, I'm like, just keep talking, and then I will, you know, fig- figure my yeah. feelings out. Um, and so, yeah, I think coming with a loving manner and coming as we're a team um, together, I'm for you no matter what. It's okay how you feel. Um, we'll get through this. I think
1: the big thing is I'm for you. I'm a team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because Scott coming to you and saying, you know, I love you. What's the matter? Mm -hmm. Is a lot different. Yeah, no, that would be. Of course. mm -hmm. Then, sweetheart, you know, I'm for you. And I Mm -hmm. sense there's something going on. How can I help you? Tone's everything. You said the same words. I changed it a little bit. But, man, tone. Tone, Mm -hmm. tone. Tone is the truth. Tone's what's really going Mm -hmm. on. So I said I loved you. I said I care for you but was the tone right. one of acceptance and non-judgment or was a tone one of love and So we've kind of
0: already segued into the emotions yeah. we're talking about, which is awesome. So what I yeah. would want to ask you is if you are the one that needs to be pursued for your thoughts, for your feelings, for the time, for that connection, how do you pursue him when you know he mm-hmm. needs it or he's kind of quiet or he's a little distant? to where you don't take it as rejection, or what did I do wrong, or he's unhappy, or he's worried. I mean, how do you then access him if you are the one that has needed to be pursued?
2: Mm-hmm. i By asking him the same questions okay. of, you know, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. You know, what's going on in your mind? This is a lot. Mm-hmm.
0: Is he you know, pretty, ra- he was is he from, pretty oh, readily man. open up and just, mm-hmm. Was he? does he pretty readily open up and he'll just start telling or do you have to probe a little bit more? I,
2: he has to, th- <laughs> he's a thinker. Yeah. So he has to think that's, about that's, it. Like okay. I'm like fire, you know, mm-hmm. quick answers, come on, come on, come on. So I have to tell myself like if he doesn't answer right away, he's thinking
1: because if mm-hmm. when I'm talking, I want to answer in two seconds. If you don't give me that answer in two seconds, i like, "Hello, are you there?" <laughs> <Yeah. me." laughs> Poor Scott. When he I'm came out. <laughs> when he came into our family, I said, "Wow, you know." I, I remember we were talking. And it was, I said, "I said, yeah, Scott's just a little bit more reserved, held back," and then Scott's like. Well, I'm really not. I just can't get a word in edgewise. And then we <laughs> died laughing. It's like, that's the truth right there. You know, it was said in Jess, but I'm like, yeah, he knows our family well. Mm-hmm. You better talk fast. <laughs> what is
0: he What is he on the Enneagram? He's a two. He's a
1: helper.
0: He's a two. Okay. He's All right. A He's two. a two. Interesting. Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, an amazing two.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Sometimes twos are more into being there for others than having somebody be there for them. It feels very uncomfortable. Yes. Um, no, that's not my role. I'm the helper. I don't, you know, I don't really, what do you need? Uh, I'm good. I don't really need anything. But they could give you 10 things they could do for you in a minute. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that uh-huh. kind of happens sometimes uh-huh. too. So um, for a two learning. I have to catch myself. Yeah, yeah. sure. For a two learning to, sorry, we're talking about Enneagram guys. Um, we know that a little yeah. bit, but you can Google Enneagram. But with a two who is the helper, uh, sometimes it's very uncomfortable for them to be helped. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't like that. I don't like the role. Why do you think it is?
1: Well,
2: I think part of it too. One of their negative things they play the martyr and they have pride issues. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I mean that's what I mean. If you read the anywhere, that's what it is. They're yes. they're um, what's it called?
1: They're kind of self sufficient. Quote unquote.
2: Sin is uh, pride, mm-hmm. and so you know, yeah, they can just do it all. And they don't need your help, mm-hmm. and you know you people can take advantages of twos which is not bad, and which is bad. So like you have to like for me, I have to be like, okay, he's doing all this like
1: mm-hmm. there you go.
2: you know, he's doing he's doing it he's doing a lot yet he's still he he holds it well, but what's really going inside yeah. and obviously, of course he'll have you know, we'll have a recommendation he'll have like you know. This time, where he, you know, his not his breaking point, but you know, he he'll open up, obviously. Um, but he could carry it for a long time until that mm-hmm. happens. Sure, you know,
0: sure. And so now here you have a scenario <laughs> where you both are home, right? Um, yeah, there is no. <laughs> you can't see Bethany, but we can
1: <laughs> we Got this kind of grin on her face. Yeah. It's like, no, yep. There's no going. There's
0: <laughs> no, there's nowhere to hide. We're home. You know, how do we navigate this? How do we learn to be there for each other? How does he learn to let you be there for him? And then he's yeah. more, he's more than what he can do. Just being yeah. Scott is enough. And you're blessed to say, I have yeah. all these wonderful things that he does do. But I think that's with even, I think even in that, um, sharing where we are with each other you know without shame of saying you know what i can't do my normal things that i you know want to do for people i don't want to be there for my mom or my brother or Mm -hmm. i want to let's go up your parents let's help them with this let's do this you know and it's like no you're just kind of left with yourself and you're not able to do a whole lot of helping which is
1: for some of us how how we cope yeah right i think twos need to know that if they do nothing they're still loved So even when he comes here, I have to be like, okay, just stop. Like he'll just jump in and do every and anything, whatever I'm doing, which is, which is beautiful and wonderful. But I'm always like, Scott, like, no, this is a little vacation. You know what I mean? Try to Mm -hmm. give him a break. But that's, I think in in the nature of a two is to serve and to love. And they need to know that they're loved regardless (laughs) if, you know, and right now he really can't serve and do the things that he wants to for others. Um, and is he's, he's still going to be loved because he can't offer anything, and that's where they mm-hmm. have to know. Yes, right. you know, you could. We still love mm-hmm. you despite what you can't do. You know, just being. Right. The, you know, yeah. my husband, my friend, my. You and I know. have to
2: tell him. I'm like, okay, you know, it's time to sit, do nothing. Yeah, like like so, I'll I've do heard it. you, you know, do that you know, tonight. Like, to like yo calm down like go watch like sit
0: watch tv like you're making Mm -hmm. i'm going to bring you your coffee or your dessert and i just want you just to sit i'm going to serve you right Yes. and And no i got the kitchen afterwards too yeah Yeah. because it's all it's like an undeserving um others deserve to be helped to be there for my role You know, it's my role, and that kind of usually comes on. You know, as we know, you know, early in life. So it's just interesting. They kind of went into the enneagram, which we hadn't really planned. As we said, we could go
1: left or right. We don't know. Could go anywhere. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Come on the journey. Come on the journey,
0: right? (laughs) And I think too, we were just talking about earlier as well that there are so many different emotional doors that we can open, and for some of us, you know, our hand can be on a door. And we have gone through that door before and and it has not been good when we have. And we have a choice. It's like we're like pausing with our door, with our hand on the doorknob, or maybe we're even turning it. We haven't opened it yet, but it's like coming through our mind. If I go there, I know where this took me before, what it did to our family, um, how, how it created havoc or how it was hurtful. And... In this time when we are triggered and we feel so out of control, we're going to want to do what's comfortable for us, not necessarily what is good for the whole. That's right. And that's part of being an adult that a lot of us have issues with. We haven't learned how to say be team. to be a team. It's a, I'm, you know, I'm the one that always shoots the ball or I'm the one that always sits on the bench. When I say no, sometimes I'm in the game, sometimes you're in the game, but we're in this together, we're playing for the same team, is really... A good, way, uh, a good way to think about it. And just learning to be vulnerable with each other. I think that's a big thing, which yeah. a lot of us don't know how to be vulnerable. Uh, we've talked in class a ton about we feel that vulnerability is a weakness, especially if there are tears that come with us. And we've got to be strong. And we told ourselves, as little kids, I'm going to be strong. No one's going to do this to me. I'm going to make my own decisions. I'm going to make my own way. And when we find ourselves kind of questioning or crumbling on the inside, either it makes us angry because we feel like we're weakening, right? Or we're like, if I do say how I feel, am I going to still be able to be a strong person? If you are a strong person, you're always going to be a strong person. Yeah. But a strong, yeah. and a strong person keeps putting one foot in front of the other. But wouldn't it be nice to have compassion come your way? while you're putting one foot in front of the other, of saying, I see you and I see the strides that you're making. I'm so grateful for you. I'm proud of you. Or, you know what, just tell me how you're feeling. It's going to be okay. I don't feel like you're abandoning me or you're not leading like you're supposed to or you're weak and now I can't count on you either. Just all those things that we do sometimes within ourselves when when we're talking with people to where... Early on, we say to ourselves, we determine what what means strong. And strong people speak authentically. Strong people are vulnerable. Strong people can be counted on. But strong people can also be counted on to be real. And that's really what we need. We don't need somebody giving us a line when they're not feeling that way on the inside. Or they're speaking one thing and their actions show just the Mm -hmm. opposite. But they're saying, oh, no, that's not true. So it, cause, it causes confusion in us. So I think you know, as we've talked about here, is just learning to be a good listener, which is not something that we do really well. And I think a lot of that is because we are moving forward on such a ha- oh, yeah. uh, such a frenetic pace in life that we catch one or two words out of a sentence somebody gives, or one or two words out of a text message. Mm-hmm. We're asking them for something that they've already answered in a text and we're angry that they didn't answer it. And like, well, if you read the text, mm-hmm. that isn't what I said. Yeah. <laughs> or I did answer your question. We don't even know. What do you guys speak to that? And then we're going to wrap this up. What do you, what do you think on some of those things?
1: Yeah. I mean, we, we are at a very fast pace and a lot of information gets passed through, um, filters, you know what I'm saying? Um, we just keep moving on and, and going and going and going and, and that does create a, kind of a hectic pattern that we're faced with now to go, oh, my goodness, like, I got emotions over this issue. I can't slow down to deal with them. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes people will, think, will, will say, well, you know, now you're asking me to talk, think about my thoughts. And, you know, I got so much to do. And it's like those thoughts are happening. They are. And we're, I don't know, the numbers are like 75,000 to 90,000 some odd thoughts a day of which 80% are yesterday's thoughts. I mean, we, we don't have that many new thoughts, which mm-hmm. is kind of scary a little bit. If, mm-hmm. if you realize during this quarantine, I don't have good thoughts about others, myself, and maybe the God I serve. Mm-hmm. And so why wasn't he there? Or why did this happen to me? And um, those are thoughts that need to get addressed. They don't need mm-hmm. to be minimized. And if we don't address them today, Guess what? Tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., good morning, those thoughts are there and they are greeting us. And they will greet us every day until we take the time to do some war and get mm-hmm. in the arena and start to dominate that part of our thought, lo- thought life that is so unhealthy and mm-hmm. so jacked up. And so while we might be asking you to think about what you think about, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you're going to do it anyways. And mm-hmm. you have a lot of thoughts. And like I said, yesterday's problems become tomorrow's problems. And yes. that that gets that gets ugly. It doesn't that, go that, away. It doesn't it? Does not go away.
0: You're just an older version of yourself, yeah. which yeah. usually ends up yeah. not being not being real pretty. No. Anything, Bethany, you want to say as we?
2: Um, yeah, I just think the work that you do now is so important. Mm-hmm. I, that just keeps coming in my mind all the time. Like, like implement positive things right now because when this is over. I just feel it in my spirit when this whole thing is over, you going to set you up for success or you're going to be yeah. where you did not want to be. Like God will bring things out, um, in you during this time yeah. and it's, it, it, it's for your benefit. So don't push it away. Don't stuff it. Let it be a blessing because this is the time where you can actually have permission to do the work because you don't have anywhere to go, That's so right. you are stuck. Right, God's given you. <laughs> so permission. this is this is the time. So don't don't neglect this opportunity, because yeah. it is an opportunity.
1: I know. That's what um, I keep getting and with that, Bethany, um, my father, her grandfather, always said, "Whatever season, whenever you leave a season, know that you will enter yeah. into that new season. Right? There's a new season right. coming. So if I exit this season." with resentment, bitterness, judgment, where are you, God, no one loves me, all this stuff. And then May 1st or June 1st rolls around. Guess what I'm bringing into this new season? I have two or three months to focus on what I'm thinking about, focus on my will, my mind, my emotion, my body, my soul, my spirit. Mm -hmm. What am I going to focus on? Am I going to be a bitter version of myself or am I going to choose to be a better version of myself? And that comes with intentionality. So I love the words he would. I didn't like it when he would tell me because it was always in a bad season and he'd say, (laughs) sweetheart, however you exit this season, you will bring into the new season. And I'm like, oh, father, father, father. You know, I didn't like that but I love it now because there was truth and mm-hmm. that's what that's what truth brings. It brings correction and it brings wisdom freedom. and it brings freedom. It so does. I'm reminding myself, those words are coming to me often, Beth. Are you going to mm-hmm. take these two or three months and are you going to excel? Are you going to give whatever I've given you in your hands, which right now is this podcast, right? Right. I can't go out and meet people like I right. always do. So Are we going to be faithful in this season? Mm -hmm. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And because the next season, we don't know, but I want to end this one well.
0: That's good. That's good. Well, I think we are are leaving you on a positive note. And I think that we have really uh, talked through some how you can not be isolated with those you are quarantined with, which I think is so important as we go through this. I just want you guys to know that you matter. Your life matters. There's a purpose for your life and because we're in like a halted season right now doesn't mean that any of that is not true you still matter there still is a purpose but use this time as we've talked about to learn to be a better version of you not to be someone else but to learn to be a better Uh version of you where you can excel and where we are prepared when the quarantine is lifted to say i'm ready to go not that I have to undo all these bad habits or this toxic way of thinking or I didn't speak to my spouse for two weeks, I I can't stand them, you know, those things that we say, you know what, man, now I got to come out of the quarantine Mm -hmm. dealing with what what is here. So use it to your benefit. Make the Uh best out of this time. So again, thank you so much for hanging in there with us. I hope this is a comfort to you. You feel some compassion from us um, as well as we're all trying to navigate this together, something that we're not used to doing, even never even thought probably was even possible that mm-hmm. we'd be doing right now. So we're proud of you. Continue believing in yourself, <coughs> believing in others, and we will see you next time. Bye, Renovators.
1: Bye.